that's exhausting. Yeah, sorry for that interruption towards the end there. Uh, ah, no worries. It happens. We're used yeah. to it. Well, we I love that. I love that show. I, I I like the whole show. I think there was a I kind of I lost it. You go ahead with whatever you well, want. Well, it's interesting. The woke movement uh, is a victimization type of a movement where you know you're the victim and there's no happiness that can come from right. from the idea of the fact that you're a victim that steals the happiness right out of you. You're not focused on the agape form of love whatsoever. And uh, in fact, what it raises is bitterness and resentment. And, uh, you know, when I, I look at that school and the before picture where they were fighting all of the time and you think about it'll lead to uh, that. Most of those most of those students were black and, you know, in the black community, the society at, at large is trying to say that, hey, you're a victim and you don't have any hope. And and really, if you re read between the lines on some of these things and uh, many times you don't even have to read between the mm. lines, it's basically saying right that you don't have the mental capacity to actually achieve uh, because you're second class in every single way. And so really what it steals all of the hope and the joy and the love right out of your heart. And what, what else can you do, but fight or do drugs or get into criminal activity because you know, the world's going to end and you better get yours. You know, mm -hmm. that's kind mm -hmm. of the mentality that's happening here. And, uh, and I think I love that a simple change, the way that those dads had, uh, had, had, had done, made all of the difference. I mean, it was day and night and, and how, how encouraging. And I, gosh, I hope people see that and, yeah. uh, and, and, and take that to heart and get involved, get involved with love. Well, that's, it, that's what really needs to happen. And I remember exactly what I wanted to say. Great. You I knew said it would it. help. Yeah. Cause you just said it again to wrap it all up is the woke movement is always, they always say white patriarchal society. And, uh, mm. it's really an anti-man movement and it's supposed to be oh you know everything's all about men and all that well this just showed the importance of dads men patriarch the patriarchal element that they want to remove and what happens when you remove it well you get the lost kids and violence and all of that other thing we need our dads we all need our dads and uh, we need them in our society so i'm a little tired of that uh ass backwards movement to say the least I got to tell you, Barry, it's really crazy. And uh, hey, I had some uh, some things to on, a, on another level here uh, regarding the news that's out there today. It's kind of crazy. Ever since we had our show stuff. last last Wednesday, uh, it's it was it's actually kind of overwhelming. All of the things that have happened since then, and hmm. it's coming at us like a machine gun fire. But I had a another video that I wanted to share here. Hmm. And um, this this is kind of startling. Um, apparently, we have uh, at least sixty thousand migrants that yeah. are heading towards the border right now. They um, these aren't from these people are not from Mexico. They're from several countries, some some South American countries, uh, Hades as well. So you have Haitians in here. You have people really from all over the world that are in this crowd. It's very organized. Apparently, it was set up with QR codes. Uh, the organizers uh, set these people up with QR codes. This is them uh, at the Mexican border right now, and they're coming our way. 
Sorry. Let me just uh, turn that sound down. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to mention. This is up breaking through the line. This is awful. I have a story bookmarked here from uh, the Washington Examiner, illegal border crossing set to be the worst in U.S. history. Yeah, so far we have had um, close to 2 million people that we've actually documented that have come across our border since the beginning of the year. We've never seen numbers like this really in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. This has been um, absolutely surreal. The, um, the, our, our federal government, it, they're, they're, their first and foremost responsibility is to protect our borders. Right. And we have, I mean, to me, not doing your first and foremost responsibility that is, is a dereliction of duty. And the president himself actually takes an oath when he's sworn in to protect the, the, the constitution. And at the center of the constitution is this, we saw president Trump get impeached for saying, hey, you got to do an investigation on this guy. I think he's he's actually been, you know, taking money out of the till here. And he got impeached for that. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, this is way worse. If you're not actually protecting our border and you're letting people in, we're seeing stories now where there are people that live on the border that are crying for help and nobody's lifting a finger to help them. Their land, their resources, their life savings is being ruined and it's, it's vanishing in thin air. And the federal government is treating them like they're the bad guys. And in uh, response to that, I remember seeing that Ted Cruz said he proposes a program where they bust these people to Vermont, uh, Bernie Sanders, and somewhere else like Martha's that. Vineyard. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I think that makes a very good point because all of a sudden it becomes serious for them. But the worst thing that happened was that they politicized this with the Trump thing. Anything that Trump stood for, all of a sudden they just went against. Now, Barack Obama uh, and Biden were all about uh, the borders and controlling the immigration problem many years ago. So they were. the fact that they're going to destroy our own country over politics is once again, this really sickening thing that's going on. Well, that's exactly what's happening, Barry, is that it is just it will destroy our country. And, and really, what is the plan? Why are they doing this? Well, it seems pretty obvious to me that uh, one of the, the, the central items in this plan is to allow these people to be able to vote. Mm -hmm. And um, when uh, you have one party out there that's saying, hey, we're going to give you money not only does that attract more people to the southern border, but um, it also allows it also causes these people to vote perpetually for those people in that particular party. So 
what's really happened here is uh, is really Orwellian. Um, it is to keep the party in power perpetually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and in order mm-hmm. to do that, they have to crush the lives of the people that have been paying taxes all this time. Uh, so there's no loyalty to the hand that's fed them all of this time. Really, the only thing that's important is keeping power. Now, in the news, that's what the prime we're seeing, directive. It really is. In the news, what we just saw in the news, I'm, I'm going to actually turn to the to the article uh, that I have here on this, because uh, it's it's really this one is shocking. This just came out yesterday. And uh, let's see if we can pull this up here. Um, President Biden is looking to pay families who are separated at the border. Uh, I'm just going to read this. Uh, The Biden administration is in talks to offer uh, this from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, The Biden administration is in talks to offer immigrant families that were separated during the Trump administration around $450,000 a person in compensation. What? Let me just read that again because when I first saw this, Where, what's your source on that? Because I would the, really corroborate the, the heck out of that before. Yeah, I this is it. coming from the Wall Street Journal. Oh my um, God. This is the Biden administration is in talks to offer immigrant families that were separated during the Trump administration around four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a person in compensation, according to. Uh, People familiar with the matter as several agencies work to resolve lawsuits filed on behalf of parents and children who say the government subjected them to lasting psychological trauma. The U.S. Department of Justice, Homeland Security and Health and Human Services are considering payments that could amount to close to a million dollars a family, Uh, though the final numbers could shift the People familiar with the matter said many families would likely get smaller payouts depending on their circumstances. Uh, that that's the information that they have. Dan Crenshaw uh, added to this that um, per, for perspective, if a service member is killed in action, their next of kin gets an insurance payment of four hundred thousand dollars. Let that sink in. Hmm. Um, so here's what I get out of this is. Um, you know, I pay my taxes. I've worked very hard in my in my lifetime. Four hundred and fifty thousand dollars is quite a bit of money to earn, but it's quite another thing to be able to save up four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And when I think about the taxes that I paid over the year, uh, over the years, really in my career, it's been blood, sweat, <clears throat> mm-hmm. literally, and tears. And uh, it's there's been a lot of risk. There's been a lot of time spent away from home. There's been sacrifice. Uncertainty is sacrifice. There's mm-hmm. there's nothing certain about those kinds of things. When you're a salesperson, your whole <laughs> career is what you sell. And here we're gonna take that tax money and give it to people that broke the law coming over the border and didn't do anything for the country whatsoever, didn't invest in the country whatsoever. And we're going to reward them in this area because I mean, this was federal law uh, on how things were going. And it's also very interesting that whole kids in cages thing that wasn't, that wasn't started by the Trump administration. It was started by the Obama administration and they actually changed that whole thing so that kids wouldn't be separated. Anyhow, this whole thing is infuriating. Yes, it is. Something like this 
is actually even being talked about. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is that this isn't something that we have control over. This is something that the department, all these bureaucracies, the U.S. Department of Justice, uh, the uh, Homeland Security, Health and Human Services, they can do this without any kind of the the people saying uh, we want to do this. And, And to your point earlier, this is an indictment by this administration of the previous administration. Mm-hmm. This is getting mm-hmm. back at Trump with and our tax dollars, using our money. I mean, what? And, you know, that's why they have to do things like uh, uh, try to uh, let more people out of prison, uh, bring illegal immigrants in and and pay them off and stuff like that for the votes. They desperately need the votes because their policies are losing the common people. I mean, they barely, you know, they barely pull off these elections and and they got to jump through a lot of uh, unscrupulous uh, loops in order to do it, in my opinion. Well, it's it's um, and and you're seeing it now in Congress where they have the the bill, the people's vote, uh, which would be a national law that would take away the state's rights to control their elections. And mail in voting is a big part of that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing how that's turning out uh, across the country right now. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about this election that's happening in Virginia because of the mail in voting laws that are out there and how easily manipulated these uh, these systems are. We're seeing a court case that's bubbled up where the uh, the voting um, and this is just at the state level, but the the voting administration there in Virginia is being accused of letting people vote without sharing the last four digits of their social security numbers, meaning that any person that doesn't have a social security number, uh, somebody that's illegally in the country can vote. And um, they want to make that a federal law. And we've seen how states that have passed those laws, namely Georgia and Texas, have been in the crosshairs of the federal government. And I think there's a a pretty interesting thing that's happened as a result that makes me chuckle. Uh, but uh, we remember earlier in the summer, the uh, the all-star game that was going to be in Atlanta that uh, Stacey Abrams and uh, her cohorts uh, helped to arrange and, and have moved to Colorado. So mm. this was because this was a, a prejudice thing that was uh, aimed at preventing black people from voting. And in here, they moved the all-star game from Atlanta, which is 54% black population, meaning that most of the business owners that were going to capitalize off of that were black. And they moved it to Colorado, which is something like 9% black. And the voting laws in Colorado were uh, were way more restrictive than the ones that had just been passed in, in, in Atlanta. This was a, this was a dastardly deed that happened here. But, but then, of course, Texas passed their laws while well. they've been in the crosshair. And, and here the World Series is happening right now. And of course, when the World Series is in your town, in your state, you stand way more revenue than the All-Star game sure. did. And here it happens. It's between the Astros and the Braves, Texas and Georgia get the exclusive rights to the to the World Series. And I just think that's mm. poetic justice and in your face, Stacey Abrams. Oh, I guess so. I didn't know that the World Series was even going on right now. I didn't know it was between those teams either. 
Well, and, and think about it, too. It's one of the teams is called the Braves. And of course, now in the news is there they do the famous tomahawk, tomahawk chop and everybody's all ticked off about that. And and the, the fans are going crazy yeah. with that whole tomahawk chop thing. And it's yeah. like, come on, really? That's the big news. We event? have real things to worry about here. That's that's awful. I hate I that. I think it is, too. Hey, well, what about the, the Cleveland Guardians? I I mean, uh, what, what do you think about, I mean, there people- is a lawsuit going on over that right now, because uh, I saw a quick news clip. There's a soccer, like an amateur soccer team or something called the guardians. And he's like, our website used to get like 12 hits a week. And now it's being torn down by th- uh, hundreds <laughs> of thousands of hits and confusion. And they can't just go and take our name like that and bastardize it. It's not right. Just because we're a little guy, just because we're a nonprofit. And uh, anyways, I wish that uh, I, I hope that they win. Uh, these little guys do win. I hate the whole uh, woke idea of taking away the celebration of uh, Native Americans in this regard. But I want to say we have a victory here. I'm going to share this real quick, Merle. We have a little victory here. This white male marketing VP in North Carolina at a North Carolina hospital wins $10 million. And I don't like this uh, in quotes, reverse discrimination payout. Because I don't believe, I believe discrimination is discrimination. Yeah, right? I agree with you on that, mm-hmm. Mary. So he was replaced by two women, one of whom is black, as part of the diversity and inclusion program, which is a big problem, as we're seeing with the National School Board. Uh, but it also is in a lot of big companies. So this has been outed as uh, a victory. Okay. So this is wrong. He was, they said that he, I'm just paraphrasing in here, but they said that uh, they were investigated. Well, why did they terminate, terminate this guy? And they said, well, because of not uh, correct, uh, not good performance or something. And it was all proven right here. If you see it on the screen, mm-hmm. that that was all BS. He was, he was replaced out of a, a mandate, uh, a discriminated discrimination of, uh, against white males, which I've seen throughout my lifetime. By the way, I have tried to uh, secure government contracts in the past. And uh, I even went to Columbus and took this training on how you do that. And finally had people whisper to me, like, what are you doing, man? You're a white man. You're never going to land one of these contracts ever. Uh, and it's uh, terrible. That's it terrible. is terrible. So I can't compete in that. And uh, but, you know, I am all for it. Don't get me wrong. If you want to call it privilege or whatever, I've never felt really privileged as I've worked very hard in this career my whole life. But can uh, I will absolutely admit that there are underprivileged people in this society. If you grow up in a very bad neighborhood and you're surrounded by uh, bad role models and peers, you are definitely at a disadvantage. And I am all for uh, creating programs that incentivize these people to 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 turn that around to help pick- yeah. here's what I'm trying to say I'm all about picking people up helping pick, pick people up not good with pushing people down which is what these uh, woke programs are all about 
Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I just think that um, the, the the label of white privilege is a disgusting thing. Yeah, uh, I, it's racist. I, I think that it is racist. It's a way of it's a way of putting a, a derogatory label on someone that would discredit them and their ideas going forward. And uh, they're doing that on purpose. Obviously, there's 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 um, uh, you know, if we, I, I just go back to Martin Luther King and him in his I Have a Dream speech and how he was talking about his little children and that he had a dream that one day they'd be judged by the content of their character and not the color of their skin. Mm -hmm. And I subscribe to that. Um, I don't look at people as what nationality or color they are. Uh, I look at them as, as, as people and, and I love people and it's, bad that they're trying to to cause us to see things through these other glasses it just doesn't doesn't make sense that they're that they're doing it that way but it's it's crushing the love that's out there mm -hmm. that is for sure mm -hmm. um i've always wanted to see my own self i don't see myself as a, a particular race all the time uh, i see myself as merle Mm -hmm. And um, I, until somebody puts that in my face, I, mm -hmm. I just don't think about my race whatsoever. Obviously, I have a race, uh, but that's not what defines who I am. I, I'm, I'm, I'm Merle. That's, that's it. I'm, I'm a man named Merle, and that's, that's all there is to it. And I wish more people would look at life that way and not get fooled into this uh, hatred mentality, because that's all that's all about. Yeah, and I think you said it right. So the intent with all the woke movement is to be anti-racist, but all they do is fan the flames of racism. Everything becomes about race and gender. And it's like, oh, why don't you guys relax? Because we were on a great trajectory for and have been the uh, most progressed nation in the world as far as uh, race relations go. And if you want to as a black person go to another country and try it out you certainly can do that but think you're going to end up right back here i mean that's why everybody's trying to get in this country by illegal yeah. methods if not legal yeah you know um it's too bad that these these organizations that were supposed to help us with race relations have turned out to be the biggest race baiting organizations yeah. that are out there case in point this week in the news, uh, the NAACP is in the news. Here's a, the headline is the NAACP urges athletes not to sign with teams based in Texas, <laughs> none of which have anything to do with politics. And from the story from ABC news, the NAACP on Thursday called on members of the NBA, WNBA, NFL, NHL, and MLB to consider not signing with teams in in Texas as a protest against several controversial laws, the Voting Act being one of them, uh, recently in the states. The other one has to do with um, the uh, coronavirus pandemic and their and how they're handling it there, uh, as well as the uh, latest abortion laws that uh, are proposed to be passed in Texas as well. Mm -hmm. What does that have to do with race relations? I don't know, but these people are basically whoring themselves out to the woke movement and they have stolen their own credibility by doing that. Agreed. I uh, want to try to find something because it was hysterical. Have you uh, seen uh, 
Lightfoot in the in the news. Oh my like, gosh! Yes, yes. Did, did you? I, I think I know what you're talking parade? about. <laughs> oh no, parade! Oh well, oh, I I I read about this. I watched this video and completely forgot about it. And so I don't know. I, maybe I'll find it here in a minute. So she went on and on. Uh, somebody pulled up a Twitter thing of hers, and you know she's super uh, into the woke thing and victim mentality, say the uh, least. Right. And so she, so something happened with the WNBA championship. They, they had a WNBA oh. championship parade in round. She, I think she created a parade for the WNBA in Chicago mm-hmm. and they showed the video from a skyscraper that looking down on these four buses with all these women in it. Yay, yay, no one there. No, no I saw there. that. I saw that. It was it was pathetic. Actually, it was really bad. It was funny though. I mean, hey, I don't have a. I don't care if you love the WNBA. I don't. I, you know, it's. I don't know what to say about it. So to try to, uh, it's not a, exciting. It's not exciting at all. And so don't make the everybody else feel bad for not being excited about it. You know, well, look what they're competing against. I mean, look, the the fact is, is that you're not going to see the same kind of action that you would see in the in the NBA. And right. uh, there's no slam dunking. There's not that's not the quick thing. It's just not where it's at. Um, but then you look at, for instance, compare that sport to gymnastics. Do you watch uh, male gymnastics? I don't. No, uh, it's, it's just not the thing. I, yeah. But the, women's gymnastics, that's one of my favorite sports yeah, out there. It's way cool. Uh, I, that if, if when the Olympics are on, if I, that's really the only thing I want to watch. It's riveting. Is, is it's absolutely. It is. Yeah. The drama is unbelievable. Mm. And these women are super talented. What they can do. What they're doing amazes men can't do what they can do i mean look at those uneven bars can you see a man trying to do that i mean that's Mm. gonna kill you um and uh, and these women are spectacular athletes and that's what that's really what the deal is there it Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with um well i don't like women but i like men it has to do with the entertainment aspect of the whole thing and that's that, it's too know, bad that it gets taken away like that because it shines the light on the difference between a, a meritocracy and um oh equity that's right. and, that's and the right. equity movement right it doesn't make well, any I sure sense. do I loathe the equity movement. I'm all about equality, uh, equality of opportunity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 the meritocracy. You know, you 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 eat what you kill. Yeah. Um, basically, you know, nobody gets a free lunch. You have to earn it, and uh, that's that's how it goes. You know, but uh, today this equity thing. And by the way, speaking of equity, we're seeing this in this uh, Build Back Better bill. Mm-hmm. Apparently, equity is mentioned in that. Uh, over 50 times. And um, we're, we're, this is a, this is a really interesting thing that's happening. I I'm, I'm hoping that this whole thing crashes and burns because yeah. much like what I was talking about George Orwell and within the communist party, there were the Stalinists and the anti-Stalinists and they, they fought each other and pretty much uh, crushed each other. And the fascists ended up winning that war. Uh, I'm hoping something like that I don't want the fascists to win, but I'm hoping that they just uh, self-destruct here because what's happened is that uh, there's been some compromises that were made 
uh, to bring that bill down from $3.5 trillion to $1.7 trillion. Yeah. I really think that that was a trick of the pen on that whole thing because they there were some programs that were cut out, but basically they were the programs were on a 10-year trajectory and they just shortened the trajectory so they could just renew these programs mm -hmm. and they just kind of sharpened their pencil to make it look like it was less money than it is. However, um, and so now we're seeing Joe Manchin and, and Kristen Cinema coming back into play and supporting these things. Well, that just made the squad uh, and the ultra progressives in the Democrat Party feel like they lost. Mm -hmm. And now they're saying that they're not going to support the bipartisan infrastructure plan if if they don't uh, uh, mm -hmm. change it back to what they wanted. So mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. I. I know that from conservative media, they're salivating over this whole thing and saying, mm -hmm. oh, look at what's happening over here. But mm -hmm. then I was reading the New York Times regarding this whole thing. And they're like, you know, this is the sausage making. Nobody wants to see how the sausage is made in, 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 the, in this whole build process. But this is how things get done. So who knows what's going to happen here? I just think that uh, the, the main thing that's going to happen is the American people are going to lose. Because here in the news, we're seeing President Biden wants to double the funding to the IRS. And here's from the story coming from Town Hall. The White House has released a new spending framework. This is outside of the, the bill, but it's to bolster the president, the president's Build Back Better agenda before he heads overseas on Thursday afternoon, which was yesterday. Uh, the, uh, the revenue portion of the plan shows the framework doubles the funding for the IRS. And this is how they're going to pay for this whole thing is by scrutinizing everything that you and I do and milking every cent out of you possible. Oh, yeah. uh, doubling the size of the IRS is unprecedented. We've never seen this before, but uh, this by is the way if we, saw, if, if we went but, to the free tax system, we could just we could dismantle the IRS altogether. Yeah, we, we, in fact, we just do sales tax. That's it. Boom. That's it. And you know what, Barry, it's, it's interesting that you're saying that because um, according to the Constitution, uh, before the uh, amendment was passed in the 19 teens, the only way that you could collect taxes is off of uh, off a of sales tax or makes sense uh, to me. Uh, it, and, and so it totally makes sense. And it was illegal to tax people on their income. In fact, it makes it very clear that you cannot do that uh, because it would be a, a penalty on your hard work. Mm -hmm. And all of that changed under, uh, under this plan that happened in the 19-teens, which changed everything in the world. But you're right. I mean, you want to right-size things uh, and make things fair. Mm -hmm. you, if you want to make the rich pay their fair share. I mean, you, you can't think of a better way to make the rich pay their fair share. Right. Uh, and, and everybody will pay uh, proportionally to what they what they what they purchase. That's, and that's really the only fair way to take do that. away all of the bureaucracy and the, and the IRS and related organizations, which are no no longer needed, which is why that's never going to happen. But uh, and then you could reduce taxes. Uh, because they, they're such a tax suck in and of themselves. You reduce tax spending so much right there. You reverse the, all of the problems that we have in these regards with that. 
Um, well, and it, and it also bolsters it bolsters our our capitalist type of society as yeah. well. Is that Rewards. government then would have to really line up with what's good for the people uh, in order to uh, yeah. keep that uh, stream of income coming yeah. in. It it lines everything up and. Uh, oh, it was also tech taxes were also another tax that was allowed before this new income tax and the, the IRS was formed. But you, you take a look at the IRS. I mean, nobody likes the IRS. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And now you're going to double the size of the IRS. You look at this whole plan where they were going to um, scrutinize your bank accounts if you were going to do $600 of withdrawals. Well, um, they've they've backed off of that and they they said, okay, no, it's really $10,000 now. But here's the gaffe on that whole thing. It's $10,000 worth of financial activity per year. Mm. Very Mm. few people uh, uh, spend less than that per year through their bank account. Right back to Um, going right up the wazoo of the little guy. Yeah, it's exactly no Mm. one. No. And and you need to have a a doubling of the IRS to be able to scrutinize at that level. And so that's really what's happening is that back to 1984, Big Brother is watching you and uh, they'll use the weaponize the IRS to make that happen. Hey, I wanted to bring something up that is going to be really hard for me to, and people listening aren't going to like it one bit either, but it needs to be said. It needs to be brought to light. I was listening to Crystal and Sagar the other morning at the gym, and they were talking, you probably have heard about this, but they were talking about it's been exposed, uh, the horrific experimentations done on some animals, such as they talked about beagles, beagle puppies that are, their heads are put in cages so that they can't defend themselves and uh, their vocal cords are cut so you can't hear their cries uh, as they are exposed to these mass amounts of sand fleas so that they could be studied so that we can cure something or another for humans. Absolutely thoroughly disgusting beyond belief. Of course, Fauci's imp- uh, implicated in this as well, um, where a lot of the fuel comes from in the uh, in the story, of course, because you, if you can make it political, it gives it more fuel. But uh, I think Crystal made a good point saying that it's it's said that because of the uh, adaptations of technology today, it's not necessary that we experiment on these animals anymore, that through technology, we can still find the results we're looking for. So uh, they went into great detail about these horrors in the, in that podcast episode. And I literally thought I was going to throw up right there Mm. in the gym. I had to fast forward through uh, when they started recapping some of it. I just think it's necessary that, I put it out there that we put it out there and uh, it disgusts me. I'm glad that you did because um, when you think about uh, Dr. Fauci, he is absolutely behind this experimentation. Um, you know, he has been lifted to nearly a godlike status here within the uh, within the country. And yeah. it is uh, it's really been a, a terrifying thing to really look at how this person, an unelected official, has so much power over our society at, at large. 
But in the, the news, left know none of this about him. They don't know it in mainstream media. All they're being fed is Time magazine articles with his uh, doctored up photoshopped uh, photos in there. It's disgusting. They're, they're getting told hero stories all day long. Talk to somebody on the left and tell them some some of the things that we discuss about gain of function research funding. And all. They, they don't they don't know what gain of function research is. Well, it, that's a shame because, it, of course, uh, the uh, National Institutes of Health, the NIH, actually admitted this past week since our last show that gain of function research was being financially sure. sponsored by them uh, to to really in, it is an indictment of uh, Dr. Fauci and what he said to Rand Paul on to at least two occasions in Congress that that was absolutely not happening. And that um, I remember the line being, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know anything. And um, there is absolutely no gain of function research going on. Well, the NIH came out and said that uh, that that indeed was going on and that they were using the spike protein and research uh, to try to find out if that that the spike protein could be enhanced to uh, to latch on to human beings. And that's exactly what gain of function research is. So now you've got a group of of Republicans that are calling for Fauci's resignation. Uh, let's see, spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronavirus circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 mm -hmm. receptor in, in, uh, in a mouse model. Um, and that came directly from the NIH. So what's going to happen to Dr. Fauci, Barry? What do you think? Well, I don't know, because I, a very important point is they took that same video on leftist media like CNN. I, I've seen this. And they cropped it out and they and put it under the headline of how Dr. Fauci put Rand Paul in his place. And they and they go right to him saying, uh, however, he said, a congressman, you do not know what you're talking about. And, yeah. uh, you know, that was a really pre-planned stage statement. And I mean, they clearly knew that they were going to take that moment out. I, I it was really well. If, if you saw it from that angle, you got a completely different uh view of that news it's really interesting and i it was i actually asked that uh question and just because i don't think anything's going to happen to dr Fauci. all right I, 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 he's he's a deity again it, we're back yeah. to that he's being held up as a true hero and i don't think and going back to that whole thing with merrick garland and uh that weaponizing the fbi against parents mm -hmm. uh you know they have him up in front of congress right now and you just played the tom cotton one well mm -hmm. uh ted oh, cruz, there was, yeah, there ted was cruz had him up there yesterday yeah. and it just seemed like a real beating that was happening against merrick garland and all this terrible stuff but I don't think anything's going to happen to him. Either. I don't either. And Fauci back to that, just perjured himself in front of Congress. It's right there on YouTube. I mean, you could, it's, it's proof gain of function research. They funded it. Uh, he just tried to play a little uh, word yeah. switcheroo on what yeah, gain of they, function. There's a lie. Yeah. They knew exactly what they were doing. And they also know that, uh, who their friends are in the media and how yeah. they can, mm -hmm. that they can get away with just about anything right now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and here's what really bothers me, Barry, is that, you know, you've got, uh, I, I, I'm not trying to impugn these Republicans mm -hmm. by saying that they're just, you know, they they have a nefarious plan, but I mean, 
how come and we see this with tech as well they pull up the big tech people and everybody yells at them and not and they just get yeah. more money they get stronger yeah. so if 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 it seems like from the republican side of things uh that they're a part of this like right. well you're you're here's what you're doing you're putting on a big show so somehow when i see this i'm gonna be like yeah you got them yeah and really you didn't get them all mm. you did was you said a bunch of stuff that would cause me to potentially reelect you. That's all that just <laughs> happened right there. <laughs> you hit it on the head. Right and there. and here's the thing is that that's discouraged. I'm a conservative. I, I'm registered. I'm a registered Republican, but I'm completely embarrassed of the Republicans. Yeah. I, I mean, should I register as an independent now? I, I don't know how, what I actually should do. I, I feel like what a joke. The Republicans have been. Um, I hear all this big it's talk all and politics. nothing happens. It's all politics. They're all the same. They're all bought they off are. by the special interest groups. They are. Yeah. If you're if you have politician in your career, then I think you're a liar. Um, mm. I hate that. That's how it is. But that's mm. what it's actually become. And it seems like, you know, the more you want to, hey, let me help you out. You know, as Ronald Reagan said, it's the scariest words in history are, hey, we're the government. We're here to help. Right. Um, <laughs> those are the scary words. True. And we didn't really glean our lessons from that at all either, you know, from those kind of warnings. Hey, I want to talk about something before we uh, before we adjourn here. And mm -hmm. I think this is really important and it has to do with the supply chain issues that we're seeing in the news. Mm. We're seeing uh, today where McDonald's is having to raise their prices uh, regarding the supply. And it has to do with higher wages, you know, the $15 an hour mm -hmm. thing and also uh, supply chain issues that are happening here. And we're seeing in the news where they're saying, you know, the supply chain issue has everything to do with two things. One. Uh, that uh, more back to work. So we have a booming economy now uh, and they're ordering more things. And that's really what's causing the supply chain. And really, this is a good thing. Mm. We're hearing that one. And then mm. we're also hearing that, well, uh, coronavirus and uh, lots of people, uh, you know, are are uh, not back to work yet because they were, well, we're hearing that they were paid more money than they would be paid if they went to work. And I believe that's a thing that's happening as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, we're even hearing uh, from the Biden administration that it has to do with people that are refusing to take the vaccination. Um, you know, in, in New York and Chicago, these two areas are set to lose a vast uh, amount of their police and fire protection yeah. uh, within the next couple of days, as a matter of fact, maybe even today. But here's a big thing that I've been learning about this supply chain issue that I hadn't heard before. Um, as you know, Joe Biden came out, I think it was a week and a half ago to say, we're going to open up these ports in Los Angeles and Long Beach 24 seven. So that's going to we're going to be able to unload these ships that are out there and so on. Well, Barry, the ships are still out there. We still have a problem here. I'm hearing that the uh, the ports still aren't actually operating 24 seven. And there's a big uh, unsaid thing that's happened here. 
Um, the, uh, the, here in California, we have our own version of the EPA. Um, it's called CARB and that's a, that's an acronym. I don't have what the acronym is for, but how appropriate that it's called CARB. Um, we passed two laws, uh, over the last uh, few years. And one of them just went into effect at the beginning of 2020. And it's a, it's an emissions, um, standard that progressively uh, got higher and higher, which culminated in 2020 when we started to have these supply chain issues, when things mm -hmm. started to not show up on our shelves. And what it is, is that it limits the amount of trucks that are on the road. Um, it, it's um, and couple that with, and I'm gonna go back into this, couple that with another law that passed a couple of years ago called uh, AB5. AB5 was a, um, actually killed the gig economy here in California where mm. uh, independent contractors like Uber drivers and mm -hmm. things like that had to uh, act more like they were um, employed by a larger company and they were restrict a lot of restrictions, which put them out of business. Mm -hmm. So you put those things together What's happened is it's limited the trucking fleet here on the commercial fleet side and also independent contractors by 50%. So 50% of the trucks that were operating at the beginning of, up to, to the end of 2019 are no longer on the road wow. and can't be on the road. And as a result, What's happened is a lot of these large companies, let me see if I can name a couple of them here. A lot of these large companies that uh, actually Joe Biden named many of them, um, Wal Walmart and Amazon, just to name a couple of them, uh, had figured out how to get around that by moving their, uh, by actually contracting ships to move from the LA and uh, Long Beach ports to ports on the other side of the Panama Canal. Uh, it, we're looking at places in Texas, places in Louisiana, uh, other places. But as a result, that has increased the price of goods dramatically. We've seen where a container port was about $1,500 to ship. Uh, now those container ports are over $17,000 to ship. And this is why. And that actually is equating to much higher prices at supermarkets and online. And so the story isn't being told of exactly how these prices, it's just COVID, it's, mm -hmm. it's uh, people aren't going back to work. No, uh, this has been a problem that's been in the making for some time. And some of the large companies here in the United States that happened to be just so happened to be in Joe Biden's uh, White House to talk about these things. These guys have known that this was coming for some time. They are blaming it on something else when they've actually created this problem. I'll say this one last thing is that, uh, I, you know, the the carbon emission problem here in this in in California, I live by a freeway and there is soot and everything that I sweep up off of my porch all the time. It is a problem, but shutting down our economy 
uh, because of green initiatives that really, to me, are just to get people elected because they're saying the right thing mm -hmm. doesn't seem like a viable solution for us right here. And this is a big mess. I really wish that the media and our government would tell the truth about exactly what's going on, because if we don't know the truth, we can be easily manipulated. And really, this is destroying people's livelihoods. It's destroying people's uh, family life and our way of life. Something needs to be done here. What I wonder is, though, you're right about, you know, our media is broken. Uh, maybe uh, they are getting starting to feel some pressure. But uh, so so like I said before, so we move more to podcasts and get uh, better news, more long form news, get more details on things. What I'm wondering about what you just said, though, more immediately is why isn't like the Teamsters Union being very vocal about this and educating people on this issue? It's interesting, Barry, because what I'm seeing is that the Teamsters Union has been involved in this plot, and I'm not exactly sure why. Mm. Uh, they're, they're in the middle of all of this, mm. but it seems like it's destroying their, I mean, they're shooting themselves in the foot. I don't really get it myself. There's but, more to this uh, story there. It, I yeah. think so. I think mm -hmm. so. Uh, and it's and I think story. it's one of those follow the money kind of things that's mm. going on right here is that is there is there more money for the leaders in the teamsters union i don't know Could the be. longshoremen's union is another one that's involved with the docks um so the problem isn't just unloading those ships uh the problem is what to do once you've unloaded it and we also are seeing video of trucks that are backed up for miles that are parking in neighborhoods around these docks that are blocking uh, driveways so people can't oh get to work. Um, this is a total, total mess. And, and really what's happened here is uh, California is really turning into a third world country. Oh this is a total mess. No one seems to be doing anything about it. And the lies are abounding. It's, it's really quite a thing. Yeah. You know, I talked to Scott in, well, I was in Nashville, uh, texted you and said, oh, how nice that was. I hadn't, your brother, Scott, not mine. Um, I hadn't talked to him in a long time. It was, it was great to hear from him, but he's loving California. He's like, yeah, everything's going good. You know, job's going well. Uh, you know, everything works. Uh, so he's, cause I, you know, you're always like California. Oh my God. You know? Uh, and uh, he's totally cool. I know. I know. I don't. Uh, I, I talk to Scott about this a lot. Um, mm -hmm. The uh, the one thing that he really likes that I really like about California is the uh, just just our environment of sunshine all the yes, time. Yes. And, you know, we, we get on our motorcycles and we ride to the most beautiful yeah. places on Earth, I think. Um, th these are things you can really get addicted to here in California. But when you take a look at how they have done nothing to, uh, to really promote safety here in California, again, mm -hmm. defunding the police, defunding the, the gang units, the heroin epidemic that's happening, yeah. the homeless epidemic that's happening, the sheer amount of pollution that's on the streets that's blowing around when the wind blows here, clouds of, of dirt and, oh, and debris are flying around. Um, it's in, and it doesn't seem like it's that anybody's working on getting it any better. We hear all the time about raw millions of pounds of raw sewage that somehow 
gets let out into our our our, our oceans and our beach fronts. It happens all the time over here. That's and gross. so um, and then we've got our the fire situation, which nearly burnt down Los Angeles a few years mm. back. Mm. Uh, that is completely preventable. And when you take a look at how the uh, how our state government and the electric company are very much involved in preventing those things from happening. And then we've got the water shortage as well that's happening. Um, and people are paying the highest amount of taxes of any of the states that are here. You, you put all that together. It's and, a lot. And it, you got to think, OK, how do you how am I seeing it differently than him? I'm not really sure. But uh, um, I, I personally don't think that we should have to pay taxes to to get nothing i totally agree with you uh more immediately how is the rain situation right now well we had rain on monday mm. and that was the first time i've seen rain for several months actually and it i've was been a reading day of rain i've been reading a lot about it though like they said on the one hand it's but it's put out the fires um but now you have to okay. worry about mudslides i thought it was raining all week like no, it rained horribly. on Monday and then and then uh, like yesterday it was 90 degrees out here and I was driving down the road and everything is dry as a bone. I mean, I, I just think if you threw a Where cigarette out the window. Where am I getting these stories from? I, I don't know. Maybe someplace else in California, but here in Los Angeles, it is a tinderbox and Ooh. I'm concerned about what would happen if somebody just threw a cigarette uh, out the window. Well, isn't this fire season for you guys? Yes, it is. For Absolutely. that very reason, it happens like every yes. year. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. dude, we should wrap uh, up, man. Yeah, we should. Actually, this has been I could go on for hours, but uh -huh. uh, but yeah, we're coming up on our time here. Yeah, um, it is. It's been uh, an amazing uh, trip through uh, through this whole thing. I loved the first show. We got into some some yeah. really uh, nitty gritty things here in the after show. We've had a good we good did. Interesting. Here. It is funny how these shows, individual shows will take on their own identity after, as we see after as we wrap it up. The first show started and ended very good because we talked about a lot of positive stuff uh inspirational stuff yes i think that's a really good way that's how our show should intentionally always be you know we had some nitty-gritty in the middle but we left all the nitty-gritty for this after show <laughs> it's kind of funny you know, we um more often than not we're really just bsing about stuff we did i love lucy last week for god's sakes you know i know I know. I saw it's funny. I turned on Turner Classic Movies last night and there was a, a movie with Lucille Ball on it. And I just oh, okay, geez, really she's everywhere just, now. Yeah. I you shared some interesting stuff about her and her career I did not know about last week. I enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. All right, anything you want to part with there? I just want to go back to the central theme here uh, that we talked about from the first show, which is uh, love, the, the self-sacrificing mm -hmm. form of love. And I just think, you know, that's the secret. Don't let them don't let them take that from you. Right. Uh, build that up in your heart, because this is how we take back what uh, is rightfully ours here in this country and here in this world. Mm -hmm. uh, we we need to, to keep up the good fight. And to me, that's the good fight. Stir that up in your heart. Uh, that's where true happiness is found. And uh, I think that uh, uh, the the whole theme of both shows, actually, even in the news, points to that. I'll say one last thing, that video of those dads 
taken back uh, yeah. the school system. <laughs> I, so I, I, I cried for joy the first time that yeah. I saw that. And I, yeah. as we watched it today yeah. together, I thought that that wasn't going to happen because I've already seen it, but yeah. it happened. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. And while you were talking, you said this, I made a note, I put it in my notes in quotes because, you know, I never know what to title these shows because we talk about so many different things throughout a show anyway. Mm -hmm. And I see the open rates and click through rates and all that. And they tend to be higher on shows where I'm really nondescript. Like if I I've come up with a song title, good times, bad times. And, I, you know, this one though, I already know the title love of a father. Ah, you that said that awesome. you yep. actually said that during towards the end of the show. And I put the it love in my of the father. Yeah, yeah, that's where good, it's all at. Good title, man. Good yes, title. indeed. I love it, Barry. I love the conversation about Jewel up front, too. And Me I, too. That I was great. You, inspiring. I hope that you uh, listen to that. Oh, my God. There's so much more to it than what I talked about. Well, make sure you put a link to that in the show notes. Good point. And I'll have to dig that up. I will. All right, brother. I Thanks, hope Barry. that you. Yeah, I think I'll be coming at you from the other house for the next two weeks. I'm not sure. Something like that. Cool. All right, buddy. I hope you have a great weekend. Take care, man. All right. Love you, bud. Bye. Love you too.